Hey guys, here we are, part two of our Batman 1989 discussion. Uh, we start off talking about Jack Nicholson's Joker and then go through the rest of the movie. So here we go. Enjoy. I don't know. Do you want to kind of pick up the uh, story from here for a little while? Because I've been talking for a long time. No, it's okay. I mean, because when do we see Jack, or I shouldn't say Jack Napier again, because He's Joker. no longer Jack Napier because we see the hand come up. Oh, well, we have the great. Then there's that whole scene with Vicky Vale and dating Bruce Wayne, which is stupid. Um, and we don't have to talk about because uh, it's dumb. Yeah. But um, well, I like and I don't want to go like scene by scene. But, yeah. Like, so let's give her. Let's go. No, the beginning of the Joker is good. Yeah. Well, well, let's talk about Jack Nicholson Joker because correct me yeah. if I'm wrong, but this is your favorite on screen Joker, right? Uh, favorite probably yeah live action i should say yeah pro i mean probably just because this is the most joker like of any joker that's ever been on screen period mm-hmm. uh, i mean uh, and of course there's only been four so there's not like there's not a whole yeah. lot that you're choosing from but you know caesar romero was the perfect joker for that time period the silver age goofy clown joker and it's great but that's yeah. what that you know that's that joker and then you have you know Jared Leto, who's a weird hot topic, like emo, Don't even emo, get me. emo Joker, and no. then you have uh, Heath Ledger, Heath which by far is the best performance. Yeah, no argument there. But he's not really being the Joker. He, he's, yeah, he's being an anarchist. Yeah, he's being this weird, sadistic anarchist kind of crazy, you know, guy, which is amazing and oh, so well great. done and fits so well with that world and is perfect. No complaints, but it's not really the Joker. Yeah, and that's a he's good not he's of... not he's not funny. He's not insane. Like you know, there's oh, a lot of stuff insane. that's left. No, he's not. That guy is not yeah. insane. Right, well, we'll talk about it when we talk about the Dark Knight. Yeah, we will. Because he's not insane. Everything he does, he knows exactly what he's doing. Um, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. There's no ins- insanity with that Joker, and honestly, there's not a lot of anarchy with that Joker either. Okay, um, just stop right there. All right. <laughs> We'll get into that. Yeah, we'll but get this into that Joker later. is goofy, funny, murderous, and and vile all at the same time. And it's the only time we've seen all those elements of the Joker on screen. And so I I, I think this is by far the most accurate depiction of the Joker that we've seen so that we've seen yet. Um, I can see that. Yeah. And and I love the way he plays it. Like just just from the beginning when yeah. you know you see him in the weird creepy hospital and with the underground guy like creepy evil doctor trying to fix him and then he you know he asks for the mirror and this whole time when he says mirror he's still Jack Napier and then as soon as he sees himself you like see him become the Joker with that whole thing because then he just starts laughing and it's great and oh and it's so good where you don't see him Oh, that's such a great yeah. idea. I love the weight reveal. I love that. The oh, bu- bu- that. Building yeah. up the monster reveal is good. Stuff like that, Tim Burton does a really good job. That's um, true. And this movie, Tim Burton, is this is by far the best Tim Burton movie. This and Pee Wee are the only Tim Burton movies I like, period. I, I'm, a, I'm the same way. The reasons why I didn't see this movie for so long is because I, just, I don't like Tim Burton movies. Again, yeah. I like Pee Wee and I like this. I and think I like Big Fish, but that was like it. Yeah, I I don't I just don't like his creepy weird style. I'm no. just not a fan of it. I know a lot of people are. I'm just not. And yeah. so so that's but but it but he he did a good job of using enough of that and not 
going overboard and and so it worked I agree Um, because this was like early on before like that right because I feel like after this his movie is like his style took over the movie and we'll definitely talk about that next week we will talk all about that Um, oh yeah but but I, I I love the look of Jack Nicholson's Joker. I love like the, the distorted mouth. I hate the mouth. Uh, really? It's awful. It's awful. What? That's the only problem with this Joker. Well, I, it looks kind of weird when he doesn't have the makeup the on. But I I hate the mouth. I hate that so much. I mean, you don't. It doesn't. You don't need it. Jack Nicholson looks so creepy. You don't. It's unnecessary. It's overboard. Sure. Like you you did not need. It's the same way I feel about. Uh, what they did with the Green Goblin in the first Spider-Man movie. They gave oh. him this giant Power Ranger helmet. It's like, what are you talking about? William Dafoe is a terrifying looking person. You put just a regular mask on him or face paint or something. Yeah, the, the original mask looked a lot better. He looked way creepier um, than with that stupid thing. So I kind of feel the same way with Jack Nicholson. I mean, it's fine. It, it, I don't hate it. But it's just like, it doesn't, it doesn't add anything to me. Like him, if it was just his mouth, I don't really see why that would have been a problem. I don't know. Maybe people will complain that then it's just Jack Nicholson and makeup, but I don't know. But it is. I, I I like. I think it's a nice little touch. I think I liked it. Yeah. It, it, but he's great otherwise. It's fine. Um. But then then you get kind of the first scene with him, and he goes back to Carl Grissom, and oh, it's still that's such a great scene with him mm-hmm. realizing it's him, it's Jack, him faking the oh you're alive, and then him. <laughs> Just and he's in the dark the whole time, so you can't see him. Yeah. And then great. just comes in and he's just like, you know, but Jack he's like, Jack Napier's dead. You can call me Joker. And just comes out and then just starts shooting him like seven times. And it's <laughs> great. He's just shooting him, he's shooting him behind the back and all this stuff. And it's just oh, it's wonderful. It's so yeah, good. I, I do love like to me, like one of the scenes I really like I, I don't know, like epitomizes like why this Joker is so good is when um, Vicky Vale asks, like, you know, what do you want? And yeah. he's like, I, I want my face on the one dollar bill. And like to me, it's like that's the Joker. That's what's so terrifying is that he has no motivation. Like he just doesn't care. Like yeah. he might just want your shoes. He's he an might artist. Want to... Yeah, that's exactly. what he says. He says, I'm just an artist. I'm just gonna make art till someone dies. Yeah, and it's terrifying because you're like, is he gonna kill me? Like probably, but like, because then he kills you... Bob at the end. Yeah, he kills his like best guy at the end just because he's yeah, not happy. Yeah, like wasn't that actor only in the movie because like Jack Nicholson yeah. insisted that yeah, he he's, be in the movie? he's like a big friend of him too, and he's great. Yeah. He's great. <laughs> he's good. Uh, he's Bob good. is a great character. Um, like but yeah, so you have him shoot Grissom, and you see him for the first time, and then <laughs> then you see him. He picks up the newspaper, and that's kind of when the plot kind of starts. There's not yeah. much of a plot in this movie, to be honest. Um, not really, no. And, I'm surprised. Uh, yeah, I know. But and he sees that it's you know it's all about Batman. Wing freak terrorizes. Wait till they get a load of me. probably the best line of the whole movie yeah that's perfect and then and then he just sits there and just starts going ooh, 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 just randomly and you're just like this guy's insane yeah i mean he's (laughs) definitely he's definitely the craziest joker i would say without doubt he just starts 
making random noises and it's just like, oh, this is great. And all that stuff was pretty much just ad libbed. Most of that, those type oh. of moments were just Jack Nicholson just making stuff and I, up. And I think that makes sense. Like for a character like Joker, that it's appropriate to, I think, have a lot of, not a lot, but like a, a good bit of like improv for really the actor to go off on. And yeah. Um, Cause that, 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 you know, that's part of the character of just doing anything off the fly. Yeah. And, uh, and I love, and we can, we don't have to go through all the scenes. We can just kind of go through, but other things that I just love about this Joker every time, I mean, everything is just so good. Um, yeah. and then, cause he constantly, and, and it constantly builds up where it's, he's like, he's annoyed with Batman. He doesn't really have a problem with Batman. He doesn't like that. Every time he does something, Batman is mentioned cause he's sitting there and he comes in and, uh, well, I guess first I, we got to talk about the scene when he gets all the mobsters together for the first mm-hmm. time. And he, and again, he's wearing makeup over the white face which I'm sure was probably confusing to some people at the beginning. Um, but he still has the, obviously he still has that smile, but he has that, that flesh colored makeup on, which is just he, almost even creepier. And, yeah. And, and he's in the room with the bosses and they're kind of not buying with him saying he's in charge now. And then the one guy is just like, and what's with that stupid grin? <laughs> and he's just like, he's just like, well, I'm a lot happier now. And he comes over and he's like, well, if you don't want to do it, we can just shake on it, leave. Nobody wants a war. <laughs> if we can't do business, why? We'll just shake hands. And that'll be it. Yeah? Yeah. Woo. Woo. <laughs> oh, I got a live one here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there'll be a hot time in the old town tonight. <laughs> and he goes, all right. And he shakes his hand with a joy buzzer and just burns him up. And it's, oh, that's great. I mean, like, yeah, that the joy buzzer is like, I mean, like, I'm trying to think of what other things, like, when I see that makes me think, like, Joker more. And it's yeah. like him killing someone with that is like, uh, I don't know. I like, love what it. else screams the Joker? I love it. And then, uh, you know, and even just during the whole time, I mean, he has his hand. He's like, oh, got a live one here. Like, he's just, uh, it's just great. And everyone else is horrified. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it's so good. And then, uh, you know, he comes in and basically says, you know, think it over. He has all his goons come in with guns and stuff. And he's like, think it over, whatever. And then uh, and that's when he comes over to Bob and he's telling him to, like, go out and track down or follow Knox. So that he can get information on Batman, because Knox has been writing about Batman, um, and and then he leaves, and he's just sitting there with the guy who's dead. <laughs> Your pals, uh, they're not bad people. Maybe we uh, give him a couple of days to think it over. Reason now. Okay. You are a vicious bastard, retaliant. <laughs> I'm glad you're dead. 
<laughs> I'm glad you did. <laughs> starts laughing at himself <laughs> he thinks that's the funniest thing in the world he's like exactly I'm, and it's oh that's so good i love that i love that scene and he does he does have a great laugh in this movie um mm-hmm. i forget what scene it is but like it i think he was like right when after he uh like pretty much melted or vaporized that one person um and he's he's laughing and then like you know it's a classic high pitch kind of screechy laugh but it goes on for so long that it starts to get like his normal kind of deeper laugh mm-hmm. and to me it's like we like we all know the joker laugh as being like high-pitched and kind of creepy right but i really think when you start to get into that kind of like sinister like deepening like i think of the mark hamill laugh where he gets like really menacing and kind mm-hmm. of like that you don't see too often i, I love yeah. how he kind of incorporated that in this movie yeah like, oh yeah the, yeah his laughs are very they're great and um yeah they're, they're, they're varied Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah, that. they are, and uh, and then you know, then you see him go in and kill, you know, because then you see one of the mob bosses trying to basically take over all the stuff, and he comes in with all those mimes, which is very Tim Burtony, and yeah. and uh, kills him with the pen, which I thought was great, and then Bruce Wayne's there again, just standing there, letting all these people get gunned down, just walking around, and then walks up. It's almost like, and then just walks up to the car window while he's driving away. It's just weird, and then um. Hey. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of other like kind of big, big moments. What 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 happened after I mean, that? The, I mean, the museum scene, obviously. Yeah. Oh, oh, the other the other great Joker quote in this movie. I mean, I, I mean, I feel like you you know what it is. Well, there's a lot of them, but oh yeah, oh yeah. Another thing before we get into oh. the museum part, another stupid thing about Alfred. Because that kind of oh. happens around or, uh, right after they have their nice little date. And then the the next morning when he's like, no, I can't do anything. I'm going out of town. And then she's like, oh, okay. Well, and then she's leaving and it's like, goes by Alfred and is like, oh, well, I'll see you guys when you get back. He goes, back, Miss Vale? We'll be here for quite a while. It's like, what a terrible butler. Like, good grief. Yeah. I think a lot of people just get caught up in how like sweet and like grandfathery he is that, that's yeah, not what like, alfred is supposed to be exactly it's like he's not a sidekick at all like he's, he's not helping batman at all in any no. of these things he's har- harming him every possible way if your boss just has a girl over and then she says something you don't say that's wrong he lied to you oh that gets me but um anyway but yeah we, the museum scene is is uh is, is is great you know, Vicky Vale thinks she's meeting Bruce Wayne. Oh, wait. Nope. Forgot the other best scene. So before the museum scene, not the best, but a good scene, is when uh, uh, Joker is <laughs> he, they're, they're, he's watching the coverage of this, of him killing the boss and everything on the TV. And then it immediately says, like, if Bat- does Batman have anything to do with this? And he just br- destroys the TV with one of those big boxing glove guns. Oh, yeah. And he's just like batman and then he has a great line where he's like what kind of a world do we live in where a man dressed up as a bat gets all my press oh it's great and then he goes does the great line this town needs an enema which is just fantastic (laughs) and then um it has then there's another scene a little bit later where he's because because um uh, bob goes out and takes pictures of all this 
So he's taking pictures of like Knox and Vicky Vale and everything. So then there's a scene when he's in like the wherever his lair is, which you never really know where that is. But um, which I'm fine with. Yeah, which is fine. And he's in there, you know, and he has all these cut out pictures everywhere. And which is just great because there's no reason for this. He's just insane. And um, and then Bob comes in with these pictures. and He's like, you know, this is Knox and he's a reporter and this is Vicky Vale. And he's, you know, wow, you know, and he's very enamored with Vicky Vale. Stop the press. Who is that? That's Vicky Vale. She's the photographer who's working with Knox. That girl has style. Hey, Seuss Marimba. Beast like that running around could put steam in a man's strides. She's dating some guy named Wayne. She's about to trade up. Learn to stay inside the lines. <laughs> <laughs> and he's sitting there cutting out the picture and he just does this line. Huh, it's hard to stay inside the lines. Which is totally <laughs> made up. And you can see Bob start laughing, but they just keep going with the scene. And uh Anyway, well, he talks was about that improv. Yeah, yeah, that, that's so perfect. Oh yeah, and um, yeah, <laughs> uh, and then that's when he decides to meet with Vicky Vale. So he tricks her into thinking she's meeting Bruce Wayne, and then she's in the the museum. And then you know the gas comes and they gave yep. her a mask and she puts it on. And then that scene's just great. The Prince Party yeah. Man song and him just going yeah, through yeah. and just destroying all the art, gentlemen. Let's broaden our minds, Lawrence. again like not giving like not giving a damn just wrecking stuff and like he, but he's not trying to look intimidating in this scene because no. it's hard to with like the chef hat he yeah. has on and but it's perfect it, and that's where like the prince song actually does work it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like the studio be like we need to put in a popular song no and honestly one thing i didn't even think of until i read something that someone just mentioned and they 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 said uh, it was one of the articles I was reading. I don't remember which one, but and he said I love the idea of that. This Joker took a bunch of his money and got and and got Prince to write a song for him, <laughs> <laughs> which I never thought about, but I, no. I like that. that. And that would and that is absolutely believable. Yeah, and then uh, no, I love that scene, but I, I it always gets me. Cause there, you remember the part? Cause right at the beginning, he's going through and they're they're starting to do the paintings, and there's that weird little statue, and he does that little weird tries to mimic the statue with the weird dance thing. Yeah. And then he hits it. That thing seems heavy when he hits it. Like <laughs> it that had was. to have hurt. I oh mean, yeah. That thing looks solid, and he just whacks it with his hand. I'm like, ow! Every time that always but, nobody ever mentions that. I always always notice that. But um, and then he talks there, and that that that's where you were talking about. Just the great scene of him. Basically looking at her work and all the pictures, he's just like crap, 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 <laughs> and then there's all the pictures of the dead body. He's like, oh, now that's that's art. Yeah. And uh, and and um, 
And he's basically, he basically wants her to document his artwork. Let me tell you what I'm thinking about, sweetie. I was in the bath one day when I realized why I was destined for greatness. You know how concerned people are about appearances. This is attractive, that is not. Well, that is all behind me. I now do what other people only dream. I make art until someone dies. See? <laughs> I am the world's first fully functioning homicidal artist. What do you want? My face on the one dollar bill. You must be joking. Do I look like I'm joking? Which is basically like disfiguring people, apparently, because then yeah. you see the girl that he was with. Yeah, and, the, the one with the mask. Yeah, and she's all scarred. He, like, burned her face with acid or whatever he did. And, um, but, you know, and you have her just, you know, obviously has no idea what this guy is because he's literally insane. I'm and just screaming the whole time. Yeah, yeah, that too. But then you have the best Batman entrance ever. Yeah. When he just comes flying through the crashing through the skyline, just typical Batman. I mean, yeah, because they, they pretty much copy it right like shot from shot uh, in um, Batman Forever. Yeah, they do. Which that that's great. Um, oh, sure. Yeah. Like that. That's I'm a totally great okay scene with yeah. Jim Carrey going. Your yeah, entrance was Jim good. Carrey. His was better. Yeah. <laughs> which, again, we'll get in that movie um, okay. in a couple weeks. But uh yeah, in like two weeks. Yeah, we'll get into that soon. Yeah, but um, but yeah, great entrance. Just comes down, grabs Vicky Vale, has this like bat line thing, yeah, and he like shoots across the crossbow, and it just so, just zip lines out of the building, and it's Perfect. great. And then you just have the Joker just. Ah! Just get those wonderful toys. Which is another one of the best lines of that movie. There's so many great Joker lines, but um. Yeah, I should be more specific. Oh, that's such a good one. I love that line. That that might be my favorite line that the Joker has in the whole movie. Just where does he get those wonderful toys? Because he's not like mad. He's no, he's just not like, even a, not making any attempt to like run after. No, him. he's just like mesmerized at this yeah, guy. Yeah, exactly. Which is great. Um. And uh, so then you have this weird scene. Oh, yeah. Th- oh, yeah. Then there's the big chase. Well, he does go after him because all the guys go That's after true. him and all yeah. the cars. That's when we see the Batmobile for the first time. Oh, yeah. And then uh, a stupid line. Vicky, he's like, get in the get in the car. Wh- which car? There's a Batmobile sitting right there. What do you mean? Which car? <sighs> but um, yeah. and then uh, it's it's too bad. They didn't really because they, they filmed this whole movie on a lot. Um, in, yeah, in England at, the Pi- at Pinewood Studios. So there's not a lot of room to do car chases. And so no. they don't, it's kind of a pathetic car chase because you don't really get to see it do much. And apparently this Batmobile yeah. could move. Like apparently, yeah, apparently it was, it was it could, operational. Yeah, no, well, apparently it could go like really fast, but, but you couldn't do that on a stage necessarily. Yeah. So, so it's kind of quick cuts and he, the weird a lot of turns and stuff. So I mean, it's it's fine though. But then he I mean, gets yeah, but, then he gets stopped by a bulldozer, and so he has to get out and run. Which I don't know why you couldn't just put the shields up and sit in the car and wait for the bulldozer to move. But um, they uh they have to run on foot, which that's where it starts to get bad. I mean, I mean, it's tough. You know, they did a good job with making the Batman suit the way it it was, but 
it, it doesn't really it's not it's, very practical and, no, i mean the head turn is yeah, classic you and know. and him running i mean she looks probably better running than than he does and yeah, um, it's, it's stiff yeah it's not great but but the shields thing is awesome i think yeah. that was great because then he leaves the car and puts all those shields all over it which i think looks pretty cool yeah. um and then and then th- probably the next best batman part other than maybe the beginning is probably at least that alley fight because at least it's it's mm. it feels it feels like batman i mean yeah. it, it, then you know they're trying to get away and he does the how much do you weigh and she lies and so they can't get all the way up on the line Which and I then he he falls very un-Batman like and like knocks himself out, I guess. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. You think of Batman as like this really kind of graceful. And, yeah. Again, like completely sure of himself, but maybe it was the suit. Well, also <laughs> he's fairly new at this, so That's I mean, I mean, that. he hasn't been Batman for very long. They they established that at the beginning, so that's right. maybe yeah. that's part that's of it. But um, fair point. And so then then he beats up all these thugs in alley, which I, I think that's a great scene. I think that's well done. He's oh, yeah. punching the crap out of them. And then they do the Indiana Jones moment with the swords, which I still think is, is funny. I, yeah. that, that's one. that's an old trope, but I still think it works. Yeah. And you could argue that's a little bit of them kind of doing a nod to the campiness of, of the Adam West a little bit. Like, again, not yeah. like completely just turning up their noses and being like, no, this is only going to be dark and brooding and, no, it's like no, they'll have they'll have like yet yeah, a sword moment that kind of is a little wink. Yeah, and uh, you know she's taking pictures, and then he gets her back, and they go to the Bat Cave, which I don't know why she doesn't know they're near Wayne Manor because he's he didn't knock her out or blindfold her or anything. They're just driving through the woods, and she could be like, "Oh, Bruce Wayne lives near here." And but I mean, um, it's, I mean yeah, again, we already established that she's really not very perceptive and aware. That's of true. Bruce Wayne and Gotham. That that but, that's true. Um, it should be. Oh no, sorry. Go ahead. This is like the most Tim Burtony look. These woods look very Tim Burtony. Yeah. Um, and and but at least uh, like this is where we get to see the the Batmobile move though. I mean, it's the film sped up a little bit, but it, I mean it's still moving. And uh, yeah. so that that's kind of cool. Just seeing the Batmobile drive. I mean, I could watch yeah, that I mean, Batmobile drive all day. Yeah, we haven't even talked yeah. about this Batmobile. This is by far the best Batmobile of all time. I will fight anybody oh. on that. This is the best Batmobile. Definitely. We've been fortunate enough to have so many good ones, but I mean, this is the best one. The most iconic. And it's close. It's close. The 66 one is close, but this one is the Batmobile. If I think of the Batmobile, I think of the one from this movie by far. You see, I think of the animated series one, but I mean, these Mm. are, they're pretty similar. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I get that. But to me, they're, they're close enough where this one was real. So yeah, I get I get that. I mean, I I'm I, um, for like a different reason for most part. Like each of them has their own unique quality that I like Except about for them. Batman this, Forever. That thing's a piece of garbage, and I'm gonna talk that, about yeah, that. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. Um, um, but, but I love yeah, this, this one is definitely I think the most like go to when you think of the Batmobile. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the Batcave also looks great. Like yes, yes. It I does. don't I don't know if any other movie captured the Batcave quite as good i don't think no i don't think I don't any think have so. not by a long shot no, um, unfortunately yeah i love i love the design of this bad cave yeah. um and we didn't mention earlier but earlier there's a whole thing where the joker basically is poisoning all these people by putting all this oh. stuff the smilex into all these different normal products which i don't know how in the world he got this stuff and all these products that quickly but yeah, he you, did you 
Yeah. And uh, and but but it, the brilliant part is it doesn't just they don't just all kill you. Only certain ones kill you and use certain ways, and you don't know what it is, and that's just great because that's even more yeah. terrifying. Um, because you don't know what to avoid. No, I love that. So that's that's good. So he brings Vicky Vale to the Batcave, and then gives her basically these are the combinations and the stuff. So that's like the only little detective things we really see from him, or somehow he figured this out. So yeah, that's good. Um, and then. I don't remember what happens next. I, I've I've seen it so many times the past few days. It all just c- runs together. Well, well, I think this is a good opportunity to let's. I mean, because we've talked about how much we love the Batmobile, the Batcage, Jack yep. Nicholson, obviously, the suit. So yep. should we talk about? Especially you. I want to hear what these three things okay. that you. Yeah, we don't have to go through the whole movie. Um, no. I, I do want to talk. I do want to talk about this. We we can skip ahead and then because I do want to talk about one thing. The movie, like we said, um, what was the guy who uh, was the the first writer? Sam Ham. Yeah. How do you remember that? Because uh, I watched a little behind the scenes not too long ago. Oh, but not for this. You did that before. No, Man. I did. For, yeah. Um, no, I, I did for this. Like earlier this week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. Uh, yeah. He he's the main character. Let me pull. I needed. Yeah. Yeah. Sam Ham is the main character, but then at some point again. Due to meddling, yep. um, they wanted stuff more definite or something, and so they had this other guy. It's like Warren Scarin, yeah. Who then? Because because Sam Ham wasn't in England, and they were already there at the time. So they got some guy from uh-huh. England, I think, to basically f- redo some stuff. And pretty much the entire third act of the movie was totally different than what yeah. was originally in the script. And that's, that's why is. that's why it makes no sense, and it's totally over the top and ridiculous. I mean, and really, doesn't fit in with the rest of anything because it it's totally written by someone else. Yeah, I um, hate the third act. Yeah, it's not it's not great. Um, so that's kind of why the whole ending has a totally different tone and is way bigger and doesn't really do much except for just make explosions and big action stuff. But, um, yeah. yeah, so I guess, okay, yeah, we can go into the uh, the biggest problems. We don't have to go through the whole movie. Um, no, no. Which we already have. But, um, <laughs> anyway, um, okay, there are three things that are just absolutely awful about this movie. Okay, I, I, I'm pretty sure I know two of them. One, Yeah, um, two are very obvious. Yeah. One... Is the fact because we didn't even talk? You know what? We have to talk about. Man, we are all of this is the most disorganized podcast in the history of the world. Cares. This is why we're doing commentary tracks from now on. Um, yeah, that's a good point. So that we have to do the let's get nuts scene. We have to talk about that, right? Well, because I, I was originally going to talk about that because that was the other great Joker line. Um, but it was going to be a while before we got to that. Yeah, but let's yeah, just was... let's just skip to that. Okay, yeah. so then there's a whole scene. Okay. Get this, this Bat, this Bruce Wayne Vicky Vale relationship. They've ha- they've been together one day, <laughs> and it's this big thing. Ralford's like, you know, it really is a uh, a lot of weight has been lifted off when she's around. And uh, anyway, um, and you're like, Alfred, he's what? been with her once. Um, <laughs> and so it's like this big weird relationship thing. And then he's like, well, maybe you can tell her you're Batman. And um. And he's, uh, and then so he goes over there to tell her he's Batman. 
he's met this girl once. And um, then there's this big scene, which is a fantastic Michael Keaton scene, but is a horrible Bruce Wayne Batman scene. Yeah, I'd agree. But it's a great Michael Keaton scene. I mean, that's oh, that's yeah. typical Michael Keaton right there. And um, he can't tell her that he's Batman. He's trying to like work around and it's funny because Michael Keaton's great at that but it's it's so stupid and and then then the doorbell rings and he's just sitting there mouthing I'm Batman I'm Batman like trying to get himself to say it and then it's the Joker who's there and then I I swear the scene was only put in there just so that Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson could have a scene together where like he wasn't in the bat suit that's the only thing I can think of I, I wouldn't be surprised and there's and then he just I don't even know what the scene is like I don't know what is anything what what is Bruce Wayne because because he grabs he gets the silver thing no he gets the silver thing so it's like is he trying to get himself shot and if so why um was really and then and you know so then he just starts talking to him and he's just like I know you are and he just starts telling us he's like yeah, there was this kid that I used to know, bad kid, used to hurt people. And then Joker's like, I like him already, which that's <laughs> my favorite part of that whole thing. And then um, yeah. and he's just, I don't know why he's telling this story. And all of a sudden he grabs his fire poker and he just says, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. And you're just like, yeah, what, I, I what is really going on here? Yeah. And um, it's uh, the only good thing that came out of that was in the Return of the Cape Crusaders movie when... They make fun of that. Yeah. That's the only good thing about this scene is that it was made fun of later. Um, And then he shoots him and he says, you want to dance the devil in the pale moonlight? Tell me something, my friend. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? What? I always ask that of all my prey. I just like the sound of it. <laughs> Were you saying that was one of the best lines? I, I think it is. I think it's stupid. It- what does it mean? Well, that's the thing. I have no idea. Right. It doesn't mean anything. It's like, but me, it, he it's says like that. That's the, that's the one good part, though. He does say that. He goes, I don't know what it means, but it sounds good. He does I say guess, that. Yeah, like, in the context of the scene, you're just like, what? Because he had the scene is already like, what are we doing yeah. here? And then he shoots but, him, and then and then he then he just leaves. He didn't even, what was he there for? He didn't even kidnap Vicky Vale. He didn't do anything. He just walked in, shot Bruce Wayne, no. and left. Yeah, this is really when the movie starts to go off on, on the rails, and, uh, I feel like. So you're like, all right, and then she looks, and he's gone, and that's that's it, and um, it meant nothing. Anyway, so I, I we had I had to mention that. So now sure. we can go back to the worst parts of the movie. So now there's the thing, you have Bruce Wayne in the Batcave. He's, uh, for some reason he he is looking. At, he asks Alfred for the file on his parents, which I don't know why he wouldn't know this file already, but um, yeah. And he's remembering, you know, his parents getting killed, which is fine because, again, this is the first movie. That That's, that's fine true. to have some of that in there. And they didn't do it like an origin movie. So so I'm fine with the flashback thing. And then – but then they do the thing because he remembers because of the what the Joker said. And then he remembers back and finds in, that it was the Joker that killed his parents, which is the stupidest oh, thing yeah. and in that, the world. And that wasn't Sam Hamm. No, of course not. No, Sam it Hamm, like, wasn't. Is like vehemently like, no, that was not me. Nope. Uh, and nope. it's sad because that was a yeah, Tim. That... Bur- that was Tim Burton. Who yep. and again, it makes total sense if you're not a fan of anything and are making a movie. 
makes 100 percent sense oh yeah i totally understand why it was the decision was made it's yeah. stupid and idiotic but i understand they're trying yeah. to build more of a drama between these two characters yeah so all right well that's stupid it's as stupid as having sandman kill uncle ben in uh, spider-man 3 oh. no no it's not it's not that stupid but yeah, it's because that was that like stupid. done after the thought that yeah. was like yeah that was terrible yeah. but um so that's awful and then we piggyback it with as soon as he comes out of that, here comes Vicky <laughs> Vale into the Batcave, which everyone Ooh. knows that is the worst thing that's ever happened in a Batman movie, period. Oof, yeah. And the dumber thing is she has no reaction. Yeah, that's... You I don't think know she would be a little bit surprised at this. I don't know if that's Kim Basinger or just the directing, the but only, yeah. The only thing I can think of is I've heard someone say that apparently, like, she figured this out already and no. was going and was going to the mansion to confront Bruce Wayne about it, and and no. so like when Alfred is there, she says, "I know he's Batman" or something. That's I heard someone argue that, and I'm like, that that still doesn't make any sense. You're grasping at straws. That that that's so dumb. No, and, definitely not um, this Vicky Vale. Like and you know this was but you know this was Alfred's last day on the job. <laughs> it should have been. <laughs> like, Bruce Wayne's either gonna kill Alfred or kill Vicky Vale at this point. Seriously. I heard. Um. Uh. I was listening to Kevin Smith and Mark Bernard's commentary on it, which is funny on Fat Man on Batman back when it actually was Fat Man on Batman. Um. And that's what they're talking about. They're like, well, maybe he could have just killed Alfred and made Vicky Vale the new Alfred. Uh. That'd be one way to get around it, but uh, I thought that was funny. But um, yeah, that's the dumbest thing in the whole movie. And then that whole scene is so dumb. Like, the writing of this scene makes no sense. And uh, anyway, the only good part of that is then when then we get to see him get, dress up as Batman for the first time, which is really cool. I do love that scene. That's yeah. a good scene. And then with the head going up and then the eyes yeah. coming out right with the music, that's awesome. We haven't even talked great. about the music. The music oh. is the best part of this movie. Yeah. Like, I mean, the score by, by Danny Elfman. The, the music throughout the whole movie is incredible. Danny Elfman's is. score is so good, and the Batman theme is the best thing that came out of this movie, bar none. Because it is the best theme ever. And it was just pathetic when they when they try to re like reincorporate it into Justice League. I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah, like, yeah, don't. yeah. No, that was that was not good. Um yeah. but yeah, the score. Definitely can't say enough good things about the score. And and in this that scene when he's getting dressed and then just looks up right as the thing the oh, score awesome. gets there is awesome. And then and he goes to confront the Joker, and here's the other dumb part. Uh, kind is this of all, the third thing? Yeah, this is kind of all rolled into one, but there's okay. one in particular. So the Joker is throw you know, says he's gonna drop $20 million on the city during the parade or whatever. And so that's fine. That's very Joker like. So he's coming yeah. out to another print song, which fits perfectly and is throwing money out, which apparently it was supposed to be fake money. And in the, like the book, because there's a novel version of the movie, it is fake oh. money in that, but they just don't explain. They just don't get to that in this movie, in the movie. Mm-hmm. And, and that's apparently where the line, um, my face on the $1 bill comes from. Oh, because okay. apparently his face was on all the money. Oh, okay. Um, but anyway, that's a side note. Yeah. And so, you know, all the people are going crazy or whatever. And then he starts gassing everyone with the Joker venom. I guess that's what it's supposed to be is Joker venom. And, um, yeah. And you know, that's all fine. 
And then the bat, then Batman comes in with the Batwing, which looks awesome. Yeah, and the Batwing is such a is great awesome Batwing. Like that Batwing is is perfect. Um, yeah, it's definitely my favorite one. It's so cool, and you know, but 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 he comes in and just starts shooting everything. I mean, yeah. he's shooting missiles at things and blowing stuff up, and then shooting guns, and then then he goes back around and he it, well at first he goes in and uses a uh, those little scissors and takes the balloons. Which is a which is a great scene from the the Joker is the reaction is fantastic. Where mm-hmm. He's just like those are my balloons. He stole my balloons. Like that's <laughs> great, and that's yeah. when he shoots Bob, which is great too. Oh yes, very Joker like scene. Um, oh yeah, you got to kill the henchman. Yeah, of course. Um, especially the one that he likes the most. That's very exactly. Joker like. <laughs> um, but then he comes back, and but those scissors, man. That, that's kind of that almost feels like an Adam West Batman thing. Yeah, um, it does. But, uh, so he gets rid of him and then he comes back and he just starts shooting everything and, and then, and then gets a target lock and locks on the Joker and just totally misses. misses. I I don't get that. So is he trying to, is he not trying to kill him? And if, if he's not, then why is he targeting him? And then if he is, this targeting system is worse than the one in Star Wars. No, I think he is because like that. That's my problem with the third act and whoever the oh yeah because because he it's now the guy who killed his his exactly. parents so and now he he's wants, trying to kill him. So yeah. his mission is to kill the Joker. Yeah, he's like he's like Ben Affleck and Batman vs Superman. Uh, Although of course Ben Affleck, so he hasn't killed apparently. Do what? Sorry. The Joker in the new universe is the one person he hasn't killed. He's oh, killed every yeah, mugger yeah, yeah. and <laughs> goon. Yeah, he but not killed the, everybody not else. Guy. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, anyway, so that's just terrible. And then not only does he miss everybody, then the Joker pulls out this pistol with a huge barrel and <laughs> shoots down the bat wing. Yeah. It's like a rocket, but it, like, I don't get it. It's a gun. Yeah. There's nothing more than like a 38 caliber bullet that is in exactly. that thing. And it takes down, I don't care how long the barrel is. No, it doesn't matter. And it takes down the bat wing. What is this bad wing made of? Plastic? <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Like, oh my gosh. That is number three of the dumbest part of the whole movie. Oh, okay. Oh my goodness. That kills me every time. Every time. Because it's right off the... He misses everything with the target lock and then gets taken down by a pistol. Yeah, he gets I remember taken down by a 38 Magnum. A kid and like... Even as a kid, I was like, what? <sighs> that is so dumb. That is <sighs> so dumb. Especially think, for how cool that Batwing is. Yeah, I know. I know it is. And it's in there for like three seconds and it gets shot down with a pistol. Um, <sighs> and it crashes and then you have the whole cathedral rooftop scene, which is fine. I don't I don't have too many problems now, with, with it. Although I, I heard that apparently that the reason they had it set there is because I think Tim Burton and the producer had just seen Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, I, I heard and, that too. Yeah, and which is like okay, but um, it doesn't take you out of the movie. No, but it's fine. I have yeah. I have no problem with the finale being there. But then, okay, but then so the so they land, and then the Joker uh, he crashes, and the Joker's like, "All right, pick me up at the top of this tower," which makes sense, I guess, if they're gonna pick him up at the top of that thing, I guess, in a yeah. helicopter. And, he, and then he does the great line where he's like, five minutes," and he looks up and goes, "Yeah, make it 10. Um, <laughs> and then so he starts going up the top of the thing, and Batman then gets out of the thing and is following. But what, and then he gets up to the top, and there's like four henchmen. Did, did those people follow him, or were they just waiting up here for like a plan B? Like, I honestly don't know. Like it doesn't make any sense. And then 
he uh, fights the one henchman and knocks him out like right away. And then another henchman jumps at him from behind and then crashes through the floor. But Batman looks very surprised. Um, he was not ready for him, so he just got lucky, I guess. And then this giant dude who's beating the crap out of him and is probably a way better Batman. Um, like, that guy would have been a better Batman than the one that we had. He was fighting way better. And yeah. um, then he kills him by throwing him over the bell I, tower. Yeah, that part I, I Which hate. all you had to do was have him shoot down the line and tie him off. And that's all that that's all you needed to fix that. Um, yeah, just how But we've already set up that this is. Batman is ready to kill Joker anyway, so I guess he doesn't care at this point. Um, no, not at this point. Again, movie-wise, character-wise, it makes sense. But Batman-wise, it doesn't make sense. Exactly. Um, and then you have Joker dancing with Vicky Vale, and that's all. That's fine. I think that's yeah. funny. And then then shoots himself with the bang pistol, which is great. Um, very Joker like. Well, then then uh, I don't know. She starts distracting him by kissing him, which is very creepy. And yeah. then he just goes in and and stands there very calmly and says, "Excuse me, you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight?" And then punches him. And I'm just like, "All right." And then he just starts beating him up, which is, which is, I guess it's, I guess good. Jack Nicholson's good during the whole thing. Of course. But then he's just like, you know, you killed my parents. And he's like, well, you created me. And he's like, okay, whatever. The best part of that whole scene is when he's just like, you wouldn't hit a guy with glasses, would you? That's the best oh, part I, of the whole thing. <laughs> he pulls out glasses. You wouldn't hit a guy with glasses, would you? He just punches him off the off the ledge. But then he's fine and then uses super strength to pull Batman and Vicky Vale off the ledge. Yeah, how that's done is, is kind of And then he's confusing. just standing there and trying to knock him off. And then the helicopter comes and then Batman ties him up to the thing, which I guess his thinking was he's just trying to keep him there and not necessarily trying to kill him. But I mean, he is already like, yeah, it's like now he isn't trying to kill him when the last 10 minutes yeah. is all he's been trying to do. But then he, then, you know, he he's hanging on and then the thing breaks off. So now he has this giant weight holding him down. And I never thought of this till watching it last time. Why didn't he just get like the helicopter to, why didn't the helicopter just like move over? So then Lower he could like the roof. drop off on the roof. I that's I never even thought about that till the last time I was watching it, and I was like, that uh, doesn't no. make any sense. Anyway. I think they're trying to make it like the helicopter is like trying to control it because it has so much weight, and they're like, maybe. Uh, yeah, but I mean, maybe. Again, it's not. It's, it's not done fine. well. It's not. Yeah. It's not terrible. I just it's something I thought of last time I watched it, and then he falls and he's dead, and then he's sitting. That's a good scene though, with him being dead down there with that laugh box going off. That is. That's yeah, a good. Like that. That's a good ending. I do like yeah. that. With it just laughing creepily, and then, and then we just have the scene with Commissioner Gordon, who is totally worthless, and then Billy D. Williams, who we haven't even talked about, being Harvey Dent. Oh, oh yeah, which is just a shame that he didn't actually get to be Harvey Dent. Yeah, he didn't get to be Two Face. Yeah, that's always like the what if if we could have seen that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I like that they got him to do the voice of Two Face in the, in the Lego Batman movie. That that it was that, good. That yeah. made me happy. But um, and then they have the bat signal. And then it ends with an awesome shot of him on that r- the roof with the back signal, and that's a great yeah. ending shot with the music going. That. And uh, yeah, and that's the end of the movie. But um, yeah, so uh, your I guess your problems. I said my three biggest problems. I'm sure yours are similar. Oh yeah, I think I think we covered all mine. Like really, mine the biggest of mine is the killing, um, and yeah, the third, third act of course, uh, the Joker being the one who killed his parents. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's I think that's pretty much all mine. 
And then now they're just like little stuff like, you know, Tim Burton moments or two Tim Burton. And, um, yeah, I mean, really, yeah, because I think we covered all the all the uh, issues. And, of course, Alfred just ruining Bruce's identity <laughs> in secret. I mean, again, that doesn't even need to be mentioned. But, mm. yeah, I think we covered all mine. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much the whole movie. But uh, I guess you were saying you don't really like the movie. Uh, it's, I mean, it's, I'm conflicted because I, I love parts of it. Because I love Michael Keaton as Batman. But I don't like his Bruce Wayne most of the time, um, which is hard though because I love Michael Keaton as an actor. So, um, and then of course I hate the third act and I hate Vicky Vale, but of course really anything with Joker Jack Nicholson is great. Yeah. So I don't know. It, it's I'm just torn. And again, like maybe it's I don't know. Maybe it's just a Tim Burton style. And again, it be, maybe because this wasn't the first Batman I saw. I saw like the the kind of the love child that came from this, you could say with the animated series. So yeah, maybe I was spoiled in a way of seeing that first, but um, yeah, it's like, I don't hate, I love the movie as a whole for the most part, but it's just those really big glaring issues. that keep me from loving it. Yeah. No, I mean that, that makes sense. Um, but like, I mean, but in terms of how iconic and I mean, I had to love this movie because of what it did to the character and because of what it allowed for going for, going forward yeah and that that's one thing that people don't get enough like this no. movie was so big and and basically i mean like we talked about last week where it i mean the bat the 66 batman movie is so underrated for how it saved the character and the whole yeah. show basically kept the character from being you know done away with and you know brought it in the mainstream well this movie did the same just on a yep. different level it brought the just, real yeah, much the, bigger scale it brought the real you know dark batman into the mainstream onto the big screen reset the character reset comic book movies and yeah. and uh you know turned people on to the way batman really is supposed to be mm-hmm. and you know was huge one of the biggest movies of all time at the at the time one of the biggest successes just of any movie ever yeah and has really kind of set the standard for marketing and and stuff like that you know since then yeah and just batman movies in general like yeah how well they perform because yeah it's like they have one not perform like this or not be hyped it's like you can't even think about it now mm-hmm. yeah so fantastic well i like it yeah the- i will i will though i do want to share that like my favorite story that came from this is actually about michael keaton right after this movie uh, I forget where I heard it, but uh, so Michael Keaton, Batman went on Saturday Night Live, um, and like you know, he did the show. And then uh, typically, after every Saturday Night Live, the 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 cast or the crew take the guest uh, to a restaurant in New York, a really nice restaurant, and they usually you know buy them dinner. And uh, so Michael Keaton went with the whole cast and like I think most of the crew of Saturday Night Live. So we're talking dozens of people, and they go to this restaurant, and then it comes time for the bill. And uh, one of the cast members and all of them are about to grab it, and Michael Keaton grabs it, and the bill's like for like several thousand dollars. I think it, they something said it was like twelve thousand dollars, and they went, oh, "Oh, like Michael, you can't pay for that." He's like, "Yes, I can. I'm Batman." And he just <laughs> and he paid for everybody's meal. I'm like, "That is awesome." Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's such a Batman moment. Exactly. Oh, I love it. That's great. Yeah. I never heard that before. That's awesome. Yeah, so I, I had to share that. Yeah, that uh, yeah, that's great. And and Michael Keaton, man, props to him for being able like to 
Like you don't think of Michael Keaton as Batman necessarily. Like you, no. Michael, like you, you know, he was able all. to avoid that that kind of typecast thing, which I'm and sure you, was and a you big know deal. he got like God knows how much hate mail and stuff for this. So I mean, props to him for sticking with it, and yeah. it worked out in the long run. Yeah, definitely did. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's Batman '89, really the first re- you know real Batman movie. Yeah, and um, yeah, any uh, final thoughts? No, I mean, again, I, I don't want to. I don't want people to think I hate this movie. I do not in any way. But, uh, but no, it's just again looking back at how I mean, because now everything we talk about, every movie we talk about, we have to thank for this movie, really. Yeah, yeah, no, seriously, definitely, definitely do. So yeah, I I still love this movie. I'm always gonna love this movie, and um, yeah, despite the flaws, still enjoyable to watch. It's still oh, yeah. it still holds up. It's still it's still fun to watch. Yes. And, um, yeah, so, uh, that's pretty much it. So, uh, next week, oh boy, we're next week is gonna, <sighs> we, we've started off strong with yep. two solid movies and now we're going to go down in the gutters for somehow people like this movie. I don't know how, but I, a lot uh, of people love it. I got in a huge argument in college in one of my classes with one of my drama professors who this was by oh. far his favorite Batman movie ever. And what? Oh yeah, I yelled at him in class. It was not good. Um, yeah, he should not be teaching. Yeah, um, this is a hugely loved movie. Batman Returns, the sequel to this by Art People. That's what I found out. Art yeah. People, movie Tim snobs, weird people like that who like plays yep. and and people. I'm not like that at all. Um, no. They all like the movie a lot. It has like an eighty something percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes, Ooh. where this first Batman has like a seventy something. Um. And yeah, but I absolutely hate that movie. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And so what what we're going to do is we're going to watch it and we'll basically, it'll help us stay a little bit more streamlined. It Not necessarily a commentary track, but we're just going to watch it and then be uh, di- discussing it as it goes on. So yeah, I guess you could say commentary track, but um, <laughs> that's what we'll be doing next week. And I am super excited for it though, because I, I love getting to do that to movies that I don't like. Um, it's a lot of fun because unfortunately you can kind of do that to any movie. That's what I found out. You can kill, you can destroy any movie, even good movies. Um, you can just destroy. So it's not always fun with good movies, but with, with, with bad movies, it's a lot of fun. So yes. So you do like Batman returns, which you might, um, you might not want to listen to it. Um, if you're listening to this anyway, then thank you. Cause I don't think anybody does. So, Definitely appreciate that. So yeah, next week, Batman Returns. We'll be tackling that with our third episode. And uh, yeah, if you want to, you can follow the page on Twitter. It's at Uncaped Review on Twitter. Um, I'll be posting you know links to the show and updates and just random Batman stuff uh, that I care about. Ian is still not on Twitter. Um, he needs to get on that yes. and get with the times. But you can follow me at Twitter uh, or on Twitter uh, at Marky Mark brand uh, for my personal page, or you can check out my other podcast also, which is behind the gorilla wrestling podcast with me and my friend Harris, where we talk about the weird side of professional wrestling um, that you can follow that on Twitter at, uh, at behind underscore gorilla as well. So that'll do it uh, for this episode. And um, Ian, would you like to uh, send the people home? Oh, God. Uh, No, I feel like you're better at doing the outro. All right. Fair enough. Well, (laughs) this has been uh, the Uncaped Crusaders review, and we'll talk to you guys next week.
Thank you.